This is Tim from Two Blokes from Blighty, but before we get into the episode, we have a message from our friend Josh Forget About It Scar from Talking Smack. Forget about it. Do you love comics, movies, video games, and more? We do too. Join me, Josh Scar, and my cast of colorful co-hosts on Talking Smack. Look for our yellow and red icon on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, and other podcast players. We're never letting go of Kevin Leonardo, are we? And the background also is black behind the lightning, but it's a different shade of black to the shirt. It's talking, not talking smack. That's a different show. I'm not even on that one. Do you remember? What, what do you mean used to be cool? Do you remember when yellows were cool? Go and fill a bag full of conkers and then just lob them at each other till one of us cried. <laughs> because Pepsi has the six largest naval feet in the world. And then after about a year, they were like, now nah, we're going to scrap it. And they just threw it away. How foolish it is, that crypto hullabaloo. The little gooey aliens that everyone swore gave birth. Tim, stop bragging about being on two podcasts. And that review was written by Webember. <laughs> I asked uh, ChatGPT to make write me a four-line jingle about how stupid cryptocurrency is. <laughs> Welcome to Two Blokes from Blighty. What? what happened to doing a talky singing? Oh, you're right. Uh, what have I been listening to? Um, what have I been listening to? Are you ready to swear right here, right now, before the devil? <laughs> uh, are you ready to swear right here, right now, before the devil? It's Two Blokes from Blighty. I'm your host, Tim, at Wembembo on everything. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Joey Fitz. Hello, Tim. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm very hot in this at flat. It, it has been steamy in uh, in Western. Steamy in Western. Steamy. Uh, sorry, I should say I am joined by the ever ambitious Tim Fitzgerald. Tim, how are you doing? I'm feeling, oh, it was adventurous last week, but I was feeling bold. Ambitious. I'm feeling overconfident to the point it's going to ruin <laughs> And this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's coming down. It's coming down. I'm yelling Tim. <laughs> it's coming down. You're yelling Tim Wembember. Uh Tim, let's uh have you had a chance to so listener, we're recording this on National Eat Your Jello Day. We hope you've eaten your jello a week ago and you haven't left it till now. Mm-hmm. Um Tim, have you had a chance to listen to the edit? Uh I did on the way to work today. So you know that we forgot to answer the pub quiz question. Yes. Uh, I don't care what the answer was, nor do the listeners. So. I ha- still have the answer here. Oh, great. What was the answer? What was the question? The, f- the question was, in what year did the first successful heart transplant take place? And you get a bonus point if you named who did it. The first successful heart transplant was in 1967, and it was performed by Dr. Christian Bernard. Cool. I do, I do have the other pub quiz question for this week. Let's, right let's do it. Uh, what is the chemical element that has the highest boiling point at normal atmospheric pressure? Can't even pretend I'll know. Smart answers only, people. Mercury. It, it's not mercury. Um, Joey, last week, we set ourselves a little arbitrary challenge to design uh, each other, well, not each other, just design shirts, and yeah. whoever uh, gets the maddest shit of the season will get a free shirt from us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
have you got your shirt design at the ready? I've got mine ready to send to you on Discord. Now, what I do want to say is I want to add the words two blokes from Blighty on it somewhere. Yeah, I'm, um, I would put mine on the back. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't. I would put it somewhere on the front. But I'm going to send it to you now, and I want you to describe it in, in full detail, please. Okay, I'm, I'm ready and waiting. Oh, God, it's, it's one of these graphic design is my passion things. <laughs> um, it's got some very squiggly off-brand comic sans, and it says, see you later, and it says, Alice Skater, and it's got a crocodile <laughs> on a skateboard and an alligator coming out of what appears to be a portal. An alligator in the top right with sunglasses poorly photoshopped on and what appears to be a tech deck <laughs> with a lightning background. And the background also is black behind the lightning, but it's a different shade of black to the shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not very good at Photoshop. I think I leaned into that and went for an intentionally terrible design. The thing is, that is something I would fucking buy. I know it is. And that's why I wanted to do this. So um, I was talking to Chris about this. There is one edit I need to make to this, and that is to make the the circle on the right-hand side blue. Blue? Oh, it's a portal. To, so I tried to make it last night so that it was the back end of the crocodile on the left coming through the blue portal, and it didn't work. No. So it's going to be a blue portal with a, with a skateboard in and the orange portal with an alligator coming out on the other side. When these When this episode comes out, uh, and we'll get into the national holidays in a minute, so everyone knows when the episode's coming out. Um, when this episode comes out, let's just tweet the photos of the shirts. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right, uh, are you ready for mine? I'm so ready. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you made this? Uh, yeah. It's a, a shirt that's got pink neon writing with orange neon writing for the final two letters, and it says... On the outside, I'm screaming, but on the inside, I am, and then in different font, also screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it was either going to be that, or uh, it was going to have a sad cowboy emoji on it, and it was going to say, they always say yee-haw, but never ask ha-yee. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> um, I really like your shirt, Tim, but the thing I would say is your shirt looks... I, I genuinely questioned whether you made this. It looks so good. Yeah, well, I, I found a program that like, that basically just slaps the design onto a pre-existing model. But I also really enjoy that it says, on the outside I'm screaming, but on the inside I'm also screaming. But the model that it's on is obviously quite a happy, smiley person. <laughs> Again, this is a shirt that I would wear, though. Hmm. I think you should order both of them and have both of them anyway. I, I'll replace the model in my picture. Do it. I'd yeah. like it. Um. So... You can look forward to that. Uh, let's put th- a, let's put a poll up as well. Who people want this? What people want the uh, the prize to be? Perfect. Yeah, great idea. And you can vote for that on Joey pick the national holiday. We it's uh, at the time this episode comes out, it'll be July nineteenth. So it's either going to be Global Hug Your Kid Day, uh, National Daiquiri Day, International Tooth Retainer Day, National Words with Friends Day, and National Hot Dog Day. Hot Dog Day. Hot dog day. Yeah, forget hugging your kids. Eat a hot dog and vote for our shirts. Um, <laughs> Tim, will you add two blokes from Blighty somewhere on your shirt so it's technically merch? I'll uh, do the same, um, but I'll do it in the the same awful fashion that I've added the uh, the original image. I'll uh, I'll put mine on the back of the shirt. Okay, cool. 
Good. Uh, Tim, if you had to buy one of those shirts, which one would you buy? Oh, I mean, I kind of... I love the text on mine. Yeah. Because it's, it's very fitting of my broken millennial humour. Mm-hmm. But your shirt has got this, so much chaotic energy that I appreciate on so many levels. Okay. <sighs> I, would I, buy, I would buy your shirt. I would, I I would buy your shirt. Well, we're one apiece here, so... Um, if you want to submit mad shit, do it to our Discord, our Twitters, whichever one you want. Um, at the end of the season, after nine episodes after this one, uh, the one with the highest rating from us will win a Two Blokes from Blighty awful T-shirt that you can find on our Twitter today. There you go. On National Eat National Hot Dog Day. On National Hot Dog Day. Joey, what's your hot dog topping of choice? Uh, I quite like onions on it. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Caramelised um, or...? Not caramelized, just fried onions. I respect it. I respect um, it. How about you? I am a ketchup, chili, and cheese Ooh. kind of guy. I was going to belittle people that like cheese on hot dogs, but oh. then there you were. Um, there you go. Well, there, um, there you have it. What were we going... Oh, so I was talking to some people at work today just about products from childhood, and I'm, I'm one of the older members on the team. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Our our work group is is rather young. I think the youngest on there is like nineteen. Um. I know. Um. And we were talking about things from when we were growing up, and obviously, me being the oldest on the team in terms of like the job that I do. Um. I I had a very different frame of reference for things growing up. So some of the things that came up, and I want to see how many of these you remember. Okay. The little gooey aliens that everyone swore gave birth. Yeah, I remember there was a kid two doors down from us called Mikey who uh, had three or four of them, but two of the ones he had were extremely sticky and we threw them into the top corner of his ceiling and they never never came came down. down. (laughs) Never came down, they were stuck. Yeah. Uh, What else? There was obviously keychain Tamagotchis. Yeah, Tamagotchis were... I think Tamagotchis have recently made a pretty big comeback. They have, but they're not the same. It's all... At the risk of sounding like it was better in my time, but um, <laughs> I there was something really neat about the simplicity of the four-button input mm. of a Tamagotchi. They, they do die more than I remember them dying when we were little. Well, I was about to ask if you remember what happened to the one I had in Ireland when we were growing up. No. Um, when we were in Ireland, I well, you and I got one each. And I left mine in my trousers pocket and it went in the wash. <laughs> and this caused something in it to break because every morning it would hatch out of an egg and every evening it would die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was mortified. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, speaking of things that came from Ireland, Tim, do you remember when you had a little obsession with the tin whistle? Yeah. Do you remember what happened to your first tin whistle? Yeah, I was sat on the roof of a canal boat and it fell out of my hands and you were like, oh no, it's gone. And then our uh, our grandma's sister heard about this and sent, what, four more? So Tim used to relentlessly play the song, I'll tell me ma when I get home. I think we've talked about this on a regular ver- regular episode of Game Have we? Well, I'm going to say it here as well. Mm. Tim used to play, I'll tell me ma when I get home. And if you don't know that song, save yourself now and don't listen to it. But Tim used to play the chorus over and over and over. The whole song is a chorus. And over and over. And it got to day four, I think, on a canal boat holiday that we had. 
Now, for anyone that doesn't know what a canal boat holiday is, a long you're, boat. you're very confined. It's a very small area. Tin whistles are surprisingly intrusive to your brain in a small area. <laughs> they pierce the ears quite, quite clearly. <laughs> and Tim used to sit on top of the canal boat in his Davy Crockett hat yep. playing... I'll tell me ma when I get home on this fucking canal boat. Tim says the Zoe Deschanel of children. (laughs) Tim said it fell out of his hands. Dad accidentally Joey's using air quotes here. Clipped the side so that it would startle you and fell into the canal. Did you know that? Uh, I think I did. Yeah. And then uh, Auntie Kitty, grandma's sister, sent four of the fucking things in the post. (laughs) Amazing. Um there is uh, two more things that I want to run by you in terms of uh, childhood uh, okay. products coming up. Inflatable armchairs and couches. Yes, they're still a thing. Are they? Are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still a thing. I feel like they're a very distinctly nineties thing. No, I think they're still a thing. Um, I did have you know one of those sofas that are self-inflating where you basically lift them up and they. Have yes. The, they're obviously not the same ones as when we were kids. These no. are the big, clear, blow-up ones. But um, I think you can still buy them. Right, okay. The last one, and this is probably the most obscure. Do you remember the toy Scanners? S-K-A-N-N-E-R-S. Scanners. Was it from the 90s? Because I'm surprised it wasn't S-K-A-N-N-E-R-Z. It it might have even been a Z. Um, If I describe it, you might remember it, because you and I had one for sure. Uh, One each, that was. And it was... Like a handheld, about the size of like a modern phone now. Okay. And it had a barcode reader on the top. Um, and what you would do is you would scan products like uh, fucking cereal or soap or whatever. Like the barcode's on it. And you get a little monster from, the, from scanning things. You have to do a mini game to tame it. And then you, if your friend had the same toy, you could battle the monsters that you got from different barcodes. It sounds batshit, but I really have got a vague recollection of that. I, I was saying to the guys at work, this is it was so ahead of its time because, like, that's that that's like modern modern Pokemon connectivity these days. That yeah, I mean, it sounds lame as fuck. But um... are you kidding? It sounds cool. <laughs> I kind of I, I went on Amazon and looked for one. Oh my god, they are out of stock. Uh, but someone on there said, just someone, someone on there, their five star review just said, "Childlike wonder once again." Wow. Yeah. No, I don't. I I don't remember owning one of them. Um, do you remember when we used to get? Uh, this is just going to be one of those. Do yeah. you remember? Do, do you remember? Yeah, do you remember? Do, do you remember <laughs> when when CDs came in Golden Grahams? <laughs> that is a. Um... Atletico Mints reference. Mm, but no, that was what I was going to say. You used to get the cereal Golden Grahams and they used to have CDs in with uh, games. I remember. Because um, I, I remember we had a lot of freeware games uh, through that. Um, what was yeah. I going to... The other thing that we talked about as well uh, was the sticky tongue Jar Jar toy. Yeah, that, they came in Walker's Crisps. They came they? in Walker's Crisps and you also got them in copies of the Beano and the Dandy when Styles, Styles were doing their press run. Yeah, and I can distinctly remember uh, getting one and then pretty much dropping it immediately, <laughs> ruining the stick. <laughs> dropping it in the in the dirt, and it just um... just pocket lin or whatever would cling. Speaking of toys that we used to have, do you remember when we used to get? Do you remember when yo yos used to be cool? 
Do you remember? What, what do you mean used to be cool? Do you remember when yo-yos were cool? <laughs> but no, you had the yo-yos where you did the flick and it used to do the sleeper. Yeah, and like I think it the was, dog and stuff. I think it was you that had one and you did it so hard and it spun so fast that it just came apart and one piece went miles one way and the other half went miles the other way. <laughs> that sound, that's, that's ringing a bell. Yeah, I remember, I remember I used that. to have Astro Jags. If you remember them, I do remember Astro Jags. I don't think we ever played them properly. No, no, you basically flung them around and <laughs> prayed and break a window. To be honest, I feel like that was half of the things that we we had as kids. There was actual games behind it, but we just threw them at or around each other. I re- I can remember completely fucking up Mum's walk with Beyblades. <laughs> she got really <laughs> annoyed with us. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good times. But then we went, as we got a bit older, I think we stopped with the faddy toys. And I remember going over to the kids across the road's house and a regular game in uh, in autumn used to be go and fill a bag full of conkers and then just lob them at each other till one of us yeah. cried. Yeah. <laughs> it worked really well if you, like, baked the conkers as well, like you put yeah. oil on them and then put them in the oven for, like, 30 minutes. It's vinegar. You soak vinegar? them in vinegar and then bake them. They went like bullets. <laughs> really hard. It reminds me, I was walking back with um, Jenny from Dropping Jack at, at nursery today, and there were these kids, these two boys, friends, and they ran and they saw each other, and they were like running, and you thought, oh, they're going to give each other a hug, these school kids. They're like primary school age, so like, give I'm each really other a hug. really them to just start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> well, as soon as they got to each other, one of them had a plastic bag with something in it, and he just swung it at the other kid's face. <laughs> and Jenny was like, is that what boys are like? And I was like, yeah, but it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, not no. <laughs> um, Tim, what's what's Tom Hanks doing right now? What? Okay, so I think he's listened to this podcast. He's, he's, he keeps on the download that he listens to this. And he's gone into his kitchen uh, with a key. He's put the key in this secret uh, keyhole. Turn the lock. Out pops a drawer full of conkers that I've got baked in vinegar. <laughs> Getting ready to clout some celebrities. <laughs> Which celebrities? Uh, whoever crossed his path first, and he lives near a lot of them, I imagine. Yeah, he does. Where? Uh, what do you think Tom Hanks is doing? I think Tom Hanks is having to go out and buy a new watch to replace the one of his mother's he broke. With Beyblades. With, with his Beyblades. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember breaking the watch. No, no, we, we, we didn't break it, but we just scratched it the fuck up. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect Beyblade stadium. It is. Uh, it's it's level and it makes a noise. So, Tim, I know you said you were talking to your team about about this today. I've made the the grave error of telling my team the name of this podcast. Okay. So they may well be listening. Can you can you do the was it Logan Paul quote? I've made a continuous. Uh, no, what is it? I've made a grave and continuous lapse in my judgment. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's how I felt telling them. So hello, my team, if you're listening. Um, Tim, I have another secret for you. What? Um, but do you want to get on to uh, the cryptocurrency? Yeah, we can get on to crypto. Let me put on the, uh, the old sunnies. Uh, I got some questions actually today about the uh, the new thumbnail. Oh, um, right, yeah, the AI thumbnail. It's only for one episode. This episode will be back to normal. 
but I just thought it was funny. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, ready. Cryptocurrency jingle was submitted by a guest. I'll tell you who it was afterwards. Second of ten weeks, we have a new song, and I fucking pray it won't go on as long. So listen up to our crypto theme and listen about Tim's investment in memes. Cryptocurrency, oh what a fuss. A digital maze causing much distrust. Investing blindly with no real clue. How foolish it is, this crypto hullabaloo. If you ever think about buying money online. Don't fucking do it, it's a waste of time. Can I guess who it is? Go on. Can, I'm going to guess it's Josh. No, it's ChatGPT. <laughs> is it really? God damn it. I asked uh, ChatGPT to make write me a four-line jingle about how stupid cryptocurrency is. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, we're at 37.35. I don't remember if that's up or down. I think that's up. You were 35. I thought it was slightly down. I think it's... Hold on. Let's go back and listen to the previous episode. Audience, come along. No, don't do that. Oh, no, we're definitely down. Was it like 38 something last time? I don't know what it was, but on... Recorded on Friday, right? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, so Sunday, you were at 0.51, and now we're at 0.5. Oh, okay, yeah, so definitely down. Only by like a percentage of a percentage, but, you know. Still down. It adds up. It adds up. Follow that trend. And last time we were like... Oh, it's slightly up. Mm, maybe it's Sunday. And I said, don't worry, we'll be get back to our losing ways on Wednesday. Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough, here we are. They called him the prophet. <laughs> it's spelled um, P-R-O-F-I-T. Tim, before asking ChatGPT uh, to write me a stupid jingle, I searched for the names of 10 dumbest uh, cryptocurrencies. Okay, is this a quiz for how many I've heard of? Uh, no, this is just. Just tell me what you think they are. What I think? Uh, it's are. actually giving me seven. Okay. Can fine. You, uh, no, okay. I'll just tell you because these are funny. Um, number seven is Coinye. Coin, I think Coinye West. Uh, it was Kanye West's uh, crypto. Of course it was. Um, of course it was. The logo was featured his shutter shades. Uh, but it wasn't actually Kanye West. His legal team shut it down almost as soon as it was announced in 2014. I feel like those shutter shades had to do horrible things to people's like eyes. <laughs> I imagine they did. I did own a pair, though. I, I remember you did. I used to go to nights out with them. Yeah. Damn, I was so cool. Uh, okay, <laughs> so then there's Whopper Coin. That's going to be like Burger King's thing, isn't it? Burger King Russia. Yeah, issued one billion of these. Um, and look yeah. how well it's going. Yeah, they could trade. You could trade in Whopper coins for an actual Burger King Whopper, but it would cost you twenty three US dollars for one Whopper by the end. Right. Uh, Nyan coin. Yeah, that would be for Nyan Cat. Uh, almost uh, launched the same day as Coiny. Um, it says. Nyancoin tried to harness the power of a meme. Brackets, an extremely white meme you should we should point out. Apparently it still persists to this day. Interesting. Okay. Uh, number four is Tokes. Tokes. The weed coin. Right, okay, that makes sense. Yep. And uh, then we have uh Dollar Cat. Dollar Cat. Yeah. 
I, I'm going to kick myself because it's sounding real familiar, but I don't know why. Uh, hard to believe. I'll just read you the description. Hard to believe it's been more than a year since Tiger King put folks like Joe Exotic and big cat rescuer Carol Baskin on our radar. But even if Exotic couldn't swing a presidential pardon, Baskin's trying to continue her cash-in with what she calls a cryptocurrency. Actually, get eaten by a tiger, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Um, and then there's Spank Chain. Spank Chain? Yeah. Go on. You uh, have my attention. Uh, of course the porn industry has seized on the promise of crypto, <laughs> is the first <laughs> sentence. So um, that's still going. Uh, it, can call, it insists on calling its token Spank. Um, yeah. Why wouldn't they call it the that. Spank Bank? Well, the Bank of Spank. Be. Bank of Spank. Uh, and then number one is Dogecoin. The Dogecoin's at number one. Number one. Can I, read you, can I read you the, uh, the description? Because it's my favourite. And I tried Absolutely. to work it into the jingle, but couldn't. Um, if Elon Musk finds something funny it doesn't tell you, uh, that doesn't tell you it's a steaming pile of dog shit, nothing does. Just go to Mars already and leave us alone, you clown. Yeah, 100% agree. Mm. Um, on the topic of um, Russia and weird investment... Do, do you want me to come off of the crypto section? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Second of ten weeks, we have a new song, and I fucking pray it will go on as long. So listen up to our crypto theme and listen about Tim's investment in memes, cryptocurrency, oh, what a fuss, a digital maze causing distrust. Investing blindly with no real clue. How foolish it is, that crypto hullabaloo. If you ever think about buying money online. Don't fucking do it. It's a waste of time. There you nearly go. did that and pulled the sunnies off. Like I CSI. thought about it, but then I couldn't I, I couldn't get them under the headphones in time, and I didn't but want you, to break them. You needed the, uh, the, the CSI. Yeah! Yeah! Um, in terms of, on the topic of weird Russian investments, have I ever spoken to you about how Pepsi became the sixth largest naval fleet in the world at one point. You have, but it's so interesting. Have we talked about it on any of the podcasts? No, we haven't. No, okay. So I'm I'm not gonna go through the whole article here. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do footnotes. Um but uh, at one point after the Cold War, Russia's economy was so, so, so bad. Um and the, I guess there was a general that had the idea that if we if we just like massively stock up on Pepsi, people will buy Pepsi, thus injecting money into the economy that we don't have to put in, thus refueling the economy. Okay. Um, and But the problem is, because the Russian economy was so bad, they had no money to buy the Pepsi, like kind of en masse. Um, so Surely they didn't buy literal bottles of Pepsi. They invested in Pepsi. I imagine so. Like they kind of bought in futures or whatever it is. Okay. Um, but what they ended up doing, what they ended up agreeing with Pepsi was they would trade for several ships uh, <laughs> for, the, for this Pepsi. Uh, and I'm just looking. Yeah, here we go. So the Russians ended up trading, um, was it 17 submarines, a cruiser, a frigate, and a destroyer to Pepsi, who obviously paraded this around like a big marketing thing mm -hmm. because... Pepsi has the sixth largest naval fleet in the world. <laughs> and then after about a year, they were like, now nah, we're going to scrap it. And they just threw it away. That's mental. It's like that, that whole documentary about the guy who um, drank enough Pepsi to claim Pepsi points enough for a Harrier jet. Yes, I remember this. 
It's just crazy. And he sued them for like false advertising, and then Pepsi were just like, well, that's obviously ridiculous. Yeah. I haven't watched the whole documentary. I just know of it. Yeah. What's the wildest documentary you've seen? Series or otherwise? So my favourite, I think, the one that jumps to mind when you say wild is also one of my favourites. It's called Wild Wild Country. I've heard of this. So it's about a cult that gets set up, and I think it's Oregon. It's Oregon or Ohio, one of the two. Mm. And it's this guy called... um, I don't want to butcher the name here. Because uh, all I'm thinking of whenever you're talking about this is uh, the Waco, Texas incident. No, it's... Uh, it is Waco. Oh, it was Waco. But I don't think it's... It's not the Waco, Texas incident. It's... Um... Was this the one? Was this the one where the FBI were held a siege? On the on no, the it's it's not. Um, what is the guy called? Uh, Bhagwan uh, Shir Rajesh, and he's like a, a spiritual teacher, but he started um, like a hippie commune in the in in Waco. Um, no, sorry, it's not Waco. It's Wasco. Wasco. Wasco, Oregon. Those wascally um, Wascos. And he called it, called this city that he made Rajneesh Param. Um, and basically, he started a cult there. And it wasn't, it was like him, but a lot of it was delivered through his, his top advisor. Um, and the documentary is so interesting. They basically try and get someone from Rajneesh Param into the US government so that they can have influence on the politics in in the area in the United States. And the way that they do that to influence the vote is they sent loads of Greyhound buses to major cities um, all over America, and they went around to all the homeless people and they were like, do you want somewhere to stay? Do you want beer? Do you want food? Hop on this bus. And they, they took them and they basically homed them in this made city. Mm. of Rajneesh Puram. And uh, and what happened was they failed in the election. They didn't get onto um I don't really understand how America or whatever. But they didn't get they didn't get elected to the, the area um to be in charge of, of this area. Um and then when they did that, they basically one night went right, fuck off, see you later then. And they just had thousands of thousands of homeless people from Rajneesh Puram, nowhere to live, living in the outskirts. But there's all these these mad things about um, when the the locals first tried to kick them out, they would like send them food and sweets and stuff, but they would poison the sweets, trying oh, to kill the hell. locals. And it got to the point where Rajneesh Puram made their own... Um, their own water source so that they didn't have to drink the reservoir water and they would they'd find sick animals with rabies blend them up and put them in the drinking water is this on prime or it's on netflix uh i'll i'll try and find it then it's called it's called wild wild country it's absolutely incredible that sounds mental my favorite documentary at the minute is on the total other end of the spectrum here uh it was called volcano and ufo mysteries fuck it. <laughs> I love this shit. There was one, there's a volcano in Mexico, I can't remember the name of it, and these UFO researchers were like, 
yeah, yeah, we see UFOs here all the time. Look at our 240p footage. You can see the UFO. And then they got a government grant to install 4K cameras. They go like, oh, it's a nature preservation thing. <laughs> uh, and they put it up, and suddenly the UFOs stopped appearing. And they were like, they're probably aware of our cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Have you ever seen the documentary The Bridge? Uh, I've seen the film The Bridge. What's that about? Is it, it's not a documentary. No. So The Bridge is the most depressing thing I've ever watched. Wait, is this the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge where people, it talks, it's the survivors who, of the people who have jumped? Uh, well, it's, it's people that have jumped. Not all of them survive. Ah. And they basically just film people going up there, find out who they are and their backstory, and some of them, you just see them jumping off the bridge and killing themselves. It's fucking bleak. I saw that because the, the, the people who survived, all, near enough all of them said, the moment you jump, you start regretting it. Yeah. It's really interesting, but Jesus Christ, it is, it is depressing. I watched uh, a documentary. I mean, right, rightly so as well. Well, yeah. Uh, on the topic of depressing documentaries, I watched a documentary maybe a year ago. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it. I've got it on my letterbox. Um, and it's about, uh, you know, during 9-11, there were the people who couldn't get down from the, from above, from the floors above where the planes hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, un- unfortunately, because I, the choice is either burn to death, suffocate on the smoke, get crushed by probably falling debris, or jump. Um, and it's about some of the people who jumped from the upper floors, and most of them have been identified, the people who jumped. But there is one person who has never been identified, and it was the documentary trying to track this guy down. Wow. And what was really interesting was that every single family they interviewed, that every single one was like, yeah, that, that was him, that's my son, or that's my husband, or whatever. Oh, um, really? Every single one. And the kind of running theory with it is, is that those people were just clamoring for closure, essentially. Um, that, they would, that they would cling on to anything that could be their, lo- their lost one. God, that is that is depressing. Fucking bleak. Really interesting documentary. Yeah, though. I can imagine. I imagine it's a really interesting look at um, how the human brain deals with loss as well. But yeah. um, sounds heavy going. Tim, can we talk about mad shit? To uh, yeah, let, let's let's to, bring up a tone. Yeah, um, talk to me about the mad shit. So Joey sent me a video this week. Um, I'm not going on the leaderboard. But no, no, we'll put this one up to like raffle entry, um, and. Uh, all it is is a little ten-second video, maybe, and it just called, it just says, "Car does flip when it, when hit by tire or something to that effect." Mm-hmm. And it's one of these dash cam shots from somewhere in the states, California. Oh, it's in California, yeah. and this guy is driving behind one of those smart for two cars, and there is a pickup truck slightly ahead and to the right of the smart car, and the front left wheel, I guess the the nuts on the wheel were loose. Because mm-hmm. it just suddenly falls off the pickup truck and veers really sharply to the left, getting underneath the smart car. And it goes maybe 10, 15 feet up. Yeah. Um, and just like a front flip lands on its hood and then lands wheel side up. And it normally with like these car crash videos, you can see what's about to happen. Like, I imagine for those people, uh, you know, there's one of those things where time almost slows down. 
but there was no seeing this. Well, it was the thing that amazed me about it was how high the car flew. Well, those things are basically paperweights, the smart Well, I first saw this as a reel on Instagram, and someone paused it while the car was at its highest point and edited it to look like Rocket League. Um, For fuck's sake. (laughs) I mean, we're allowed to make jokes because based on the information that I read, the person who was in the smart car, there was only one person, and they got out with minor injury. Mad as well. That's that's crazy. So we're allowed to make jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happened about three months ago. But yeah, I think um I don't know. I just we needed mad shit. And I saw that the other day and thought, hmm, we'll just go with that. Yeah, that'll work. So send us your mad shit now. Um I'm not gonna get on the lead. Well, Tim, what would you give out of ten? I'd give that one like a seven. I'd say a six. So um six point five. Let me put it on the uh no, no, you know, no, it's not going on the leaderboard. Do you not um, want on the leaderboard at all? Nope. No? Nope. All right. I mean, it's not going to win because it's already lower than our one last week. But That's true. Um, please, please, please get in touch with Tim and I with your mad shit. We'll on the Discord, get in touch with us on Twitter. We'll put it on the leaderboard. Tim, do you want my surprise for you? Yes. This episode is very special. Go on. Why do you think it's special? Uh, it's our... T- 20th. No, it's not. 16th, two blokes from Blighty. 16th. Mm-hmm. That means we've been doing this for four months now. Mm-hmm. Beyond that. I don't know. This is episode 100 of the Game Club pod. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. That includes all our bonuses, mainline shows, um, between two pods. And two blokes and blighty. This is our hundredth piece of content that we've put out. Happy hundredth, everyone! Happy hundredth. Should we get a little snippet of Slade saying "Happy hundredth"? Happy one hundredth, everybody. No. Wait. What? Um. <laughs> okay. So, Tim, that is because between two, uh, not between two pods, um, because yeah, sorry, between two pods will be out uh, on Monday. You should listen to that with the one hour one decision podcast. Uh, that'll be really fun. Uh, I have a little quiz for you about uh, Game Club Pod. Hmm. Um, are you ready? Yep, ready when you are. Uh, okay, so all of these questions are from Good Pods in an FAQ section. Don't go on to it. Nope. Um, what topics does the Game Club podcast cover? Uh... There's, there's three here. It says this podcast is about, and then it says three things. What three things do you think we can be like? Video games. That's one. Entertainment. Okay. And food. It says, this podcast is about leisure, podcasts, and video games. How meta. <laughs> How meta. Um, Tim, according to... Uh, so on Good Pods, the worst of all the streaming services... Um, Love you, Good Pods. We were number one on you at one point. I love them. I think they were awful. Um... What is our most popular episode? Uh, that I think that was Dark Souls. It's not on Good Pods. Our most popular episode is Between Two Pods, Casting Views. Is it really? So Dan from Casting Views. Then we have Good Between work, Two Pods, Fuck My Work Life. Then we have Pizza Tower. Good, good work, everyone. Good work. Uh, what is the average length of an episode of the Game Club podcast? Uh, hour and ten. Less. Fifty. Fifty-nine minutes. Oh, so an hour. 
to an hour. How often are episodes of the Game Club podcast released? So this bases it on an average on everything. everything. Don't forget, we did the 12 pods of Christmas as well. We did. I'm going to go with once a week. Uh, It does it to the hour. To the hour? Yeah. Uh, It does days and hours. I'm going to say seven days, four hours. You think very little of us, Tim. Every six days and 23 hours. Call it seven days at that point. Nope. Uh, Who's counting podcast releases by the hour? Good pods. Virgins. Um, So, Tim, when was the first episode of Game Club podcast released? We had our our two-year episode. No, I'm going to say February 2nd. What year? 2021. May the 10th, 2021. Oh, I wasn't a million miles out. wasn't a million miles out. So, happy 100th episode. Happy 100th, everyone. Clearly, I don't watch or pay attention to the show. Do you want um, any of the reviews that we have on Good Pods? Yeah, go on. Um, give us our highest and give us our lowest. We've only got five stars on there. Oh, really? Yeah, some... Bitch on Spotify rated us lower, so we're not we're four point oh, really? five on Spotify, I think. But oh, good pods, you, whoever that out. was. Yeah, who goes on Spotify to vote someone's podcast down? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Dennis Reynolds and start voting them one star. I'm a five star <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, I can't even see our rating on the the computer app, desktop app. Anyway, um, so we've got this review. Uh, is oh shit, I've lost it. This review is really enjoyed the episode of Night in the Woods. A great mix of friends uh, joking around while also covering the game and giving great insight. A tough combo, but they do it great. Thank you. These are oh, these are imported from from Apple. Uh, oh, take a listen. So this this one is called uh, sorry that one was called Great Mix. This one is called Take a Listen. It's fun conversation by three friends who love video games. Can't go wrong with that. Check it out. All right, yeah. And that I was from uh, ODPH Pod. Thank you, ODPH. Uh, and then uh, great video game pod. I love the chemistry and banter between Tim, Joey, and Slade. This is a very fun podcast with a wide variety of video games across all eras and platforms. Tim, stop bragging about being on two podcasts. <laughs> and that review was written by Wembembo. <laughs> <laughs> That review was written by Josh. Forget about it. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Um, forget about it. Yeah. So, Tim, happy hundredth. Happy hundredth. How does it feel to be triple digits? Uh, old, very old. I've had a lot of that today. Yeah. What about you? Just old and tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, Tim, anything else you want to cover? Uh, yeah, we got the pub quiz question answer. Okay. I've remembered. As a reminder of the question, what is the chemical? Uh, so, what chemical element has the highest boiling point at normal atmospheric pressure? Any guesses, Joey? No. Name one. No. Okay. Uh, the chemical element with the highest boiling point at normal atmospheric pressure is tungsten. Its boiling point is approximately 5,555 degrees Celsius. Wow. Or, for you Americans, 9,991 Fahrenheit. Well, boy, howdy. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. But, Joey, 
are ye? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else? Happy to leave it there? Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to sign off with some sort of hot dog eating message. Fucking hell, I forgot about that. Tim, have you? You said you haven't had your Jello today. Uh no, I have. What what flavor? Uh, strawberry. Good shout. Best flavor. Good shout. Uh, I should say, come and interact with us on our Discord. Yes, uh, and our I Twitter. love love Wednesdays because the two bullets from Blighty lights up on on a Wednesday, and people discuss the episode. It's good fun. Um, do you know what's fun about that for me is as well is I normally read the read the discussion before going to listen back to the episode because I've forgotten everything I've said. Yeah, I agree. Um, me too. So we get a lot of out of context stuff. Yeah, so it's like listening to the us speak all over again. Yeah. Um, cool. Pop those numbers. Tim, where can people find you? You can find me at Wembembo on everything that I'm on. If I'm online anywhere, it's Wembembo. You can also find me at my other podcast, uh, The Fanatic. We just got done recording Watch 35, so there's only 16 episodes left in the season. Nice. Come along. Tim, can you say something outlandish, please? Outlandish? Yeah. The sea? No, no, it's something really outlandish. What do you mean? Can something I... that I might need to bleep. Uh... Oh, I don't know if I can bring myself to it. Just, I'll talk and you beep over it. No, no, just say something. Uh... <laughs> I find immediately went... <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'll leave it there. Um... <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to put the beep significantly further in the episode. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't, you. I wouldn't do that. Uh, do you know where you can find me? Yes, absolutely. You can find me down at your local supermarket scanning random cereal boxes and then pretending to fight uh, made-up monsters. Amazing. Um, Have you got the little device and everything? No, I'm doing it on a phone. It's not actually oh, doing anything. I think you're doing it on the Tesco uh, club card scanner that they've got. Uh, I am, but um, I'm not intending to pay the bill. I'm just going to hand over the gun at the end of the shopping trip to annoy them. Ask them what the, ask them what the score is. It's like laser tag. Mm, yeah. Do you okay. installed like third party apps on them, like Pokemon Go? Um, no. I think someone probably has put Doom on one of them at some point. Probably. Um, okay, Tim. Uh, going to sign off now. Quick question. How many hot dogs can you shove up your bum? Uh, well, it depends on have I nailed or not. Uh <laughs> we're never letting go of kevin leonardo are we no never he, he's our little mascot now so be more kevin leonardo people um keep that asshole shiny yeah keep it smooth <laughs>